0: Let the jo- Let me not tell the joke. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Did yeah, I just kill it? Never mind. All Let's right. get to work.
1: Welcome to the Wages of Cinema. I'm Jack. Hey, I'm Andrew. And hey, uh, how you doing? Yeah, How's it How going? are you doing out there? Are you doing okay? Hey, we hope you're doing okay out there. I hope you're not starting anything on the internet that's gonna suddenly blow up in your face. Because oh no. That seems to happen more often than not because you know the internet's a it's a den of vice and misery.
0: Yeah. It's a wretched hive of scum and, and villainy. villainy. There we go.
1: We must be cautious. Um, and this seemed to happen this week to uh, somebody who um, I, I enjoy very much on, on the whole. Uh, I mean, I don't love every single thing he's done, but uh, what we wanted to talk about, um, and it sounds like a lot to Javo main subject to, but I I felt kind of passionate about this, is James Rolfe, who is also better known as the Angry Video Game Nerd. Uh, he's been doing videos for the better part of ten years now, mostly in character, but he's done also a lot of videos as himself, um, you know, just as James Rolfe. As a movie reviewer. Yeah, and he's a... What a I cinema le- fan. Yeah, he's a major cinema fan, Um, and actually, it's funny because this whole video thing that happened with him, and I'll talk about that in just a second, I actually watched a lot of kind of like what they call Cinemassacre Extra Videos. That's okay. his website called Cinemassacre Extras. Have you ever seen the video where he shows off his video collection? I've seen a lot of things where he
0: talks about different co- videos in his collections, like the different formats he's had. Yeah, well, that's uh, one I really thing. enjoyed that series. I also love his Monster Madness videos that he yes. does every October.
1: Yeah, every October, James Rolfe, uh, will ta- each day he will do a short video discussing a, uh, a horror movie. Yeah. Um, you know, and the guy loves monster movies. Like, so he obsessed with them. And he actually has a couple of videos where he just talks about monster books that he loves. Right. Books about monster movies. And he could tell he's a really passionate fan. Like, he has books about Godzilla monsters and monsters in general, like encyclopedias so that you can look up, like, information about monsters that you wouldn't even think about. Someday, civilization is going to end. And, and you'll our, need those and, books.
0: And our Mad Max descendants are going to try to rebuild society. <laughs> they're going to come to New Jersey and dig up James Rolfe's archive. Yeah, and they're going to create a new society based around Godzilla and Frankenstein.
1: Yeah, and also his all of his weird New Jersey books. That's also another thing. Yeah, but he also. But what I wanted to mention though, really fast, is that he made his. I, I don't know if it's his basement or his den or something into a video store. He did like something. Yeah, he created like an entire. It, like section where he puts, you know, he he arranged all of his DVDs and VHS tapes, like you would see in a video store, like classified by genre. Oh, so
0: he so he's organized it like a video
1: store. Well, it's that, not a a business, not an official business, but the way that he showed it off, like you would go into a video store and you would have the videos individually, like facing people, so you could see I'll take the your word front for of the it, covers. Grandpa. Yeah, it's really worth checking out that one video. But we're not here to talk about that officially. Though, again, that's the kind of video that I watched that, and I felt jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like, man, I wish I could do that. Yeah, you have a
0: pretty good collection, but you're nowhere near as,
1: well, as, he, as awesome you know, as well, he is. Well, clearly... <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, my collection isn't as awesome as that. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, but no, what happened this week... James Rolfe put out a video... Um, called Ghostbusters. Uh, no review. I refuse. It was something along those lines, and he basically so- said very simply, and not in character. He was James Rolfe. That's right. a key thing to remember because when he's angry video game nerd, he's like, "This game is a fucking bag of dicks. This whole game can shit on shit." You know, he goes on a whole long rant as angry video right. game nerds. Um, but this he very calmly explained. Well, you know, in case you're wondering if you're gonna get a review. Well, you're not, because I'm not going to see it. And he laid out his reasons. Um, in part, it was a little bit from the trailer, but I also got a sense that he... It kind of goes back to something that he's done other videos on, which is that he's almost annoyed at the title mm. of the movie. Yeah. The fact that it's just called Ghostbusters and nothing else. Like They didn't call it Ghostbuster Generation. They didn't call it Ghostbusters... Thank God they didn't energized. call it
0: Ghostbusters Generations.
1: It would have been pretty. That would have been a little. If bit they awful. called
0: the only thing worse could have been if they called it Ghostbusters Resurrection.
1: Oh, Ghostbusters H two O.
0: Ghostbusters the beginning.
1: Uh, Ghostbusters
0: the new batch. Uh, Ghostbusters the bustening. <laughs>
1: Beyond the Valley of Ghostbusters. Ooh, there we go.
0: Or, uh, or if they just renamed it and like put an apostrophe in front of it and said Busters.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. But he had a whole problem, though, about... and I, I, In a way, he made a good point about the fact that you, know, you have Ghostbusters, and you have Ghostbusters 2, and now it's just Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> but, so he put out this video and... Titles don't make sense... Unless they do. Well, no, but well, but the thing is, like he, he's done other videos where he talked about, uh, like, the Rambo series. You have First Blood, then Rambo, First Blood Part 2, Rambo 3, then Rambo. Yeah. What happened to <laughs> Rambo 4, or First Blood Part 4? I guess yeah. people forget that it's even called First Blood. They just think of it as Rambo 1. Or Rocky Balboa instead of Rocky Six. Yeah, yeah. Or um, but or what, the Star Trek movies. But that he didn't really. I think that the point was though. I think that here's the thing about the video. He was. I think he was doing something much simpler than what a lot of people were thinking about. He, you know, he he's a pretty popular reviewer, and he puts out he he, not not you know, I don't know if a lot of people watch him, but he does review certain new movies. Like yes. he reviewed The Force Awakens, he reviewed Batman v Superman, uh he reviewed Terminator Genesis, and
0: um <laughs> I like how you pronounced it so that you could we could hear
1: the Y <laughs> well, in Genesis. That, well it's I don't call it Genesis. I like to say it the way that they frickin' spelled it. Like, Genesis.
0: Like Phant4 stick <laughs>
1: Fantastic or, Four. Or, or Scream or Scream Four Scriform. Yeah. Um or seven Yeah.
0: <laughs> Putting numbers in the place of letters <laughs> is a <laughs> terrible trend which must stop. The yeah, fat or the, the the Fast and the Furious.
1: <laughs> the Fast and the Furious. That's um, a different movie. Okay, that's true. Um, but he knew that Pete. If he he realized, okay, I'm just not going to go see this movie, and I'm going to take a stand because, you know, you're, it's almost expected okay, well, you're going to go see it anyway. You're an internet personality. You're going to go see it and review it. And he decided, okay, I'm not going to go see this. What if I just tell people now, in a couple months in advance, I'm not going to go see this movie. Then the movie comes out, and I'm bombarded by people emailing me and messaging me, where's the review? Where's the review? Why are you going where's the review? Are you going to put the review? And then he has to explain himself. Hmm. What do you think would have made more sense than that? Well, I think bef- before we get into what his intentions might have been, let's look at some of the backlash. Well, it's it's amazing how much backlash this video got. Like, news sites that I didn't think even knew who this guy was went after him. Like like, what, like who? Uh, uh, salon.com mm-hmm. and uh, IGN, I think, or io9. Like, all sorts of sites picked it up. And they kind of repeated and, and had their own people put opinions on it. And a, a, a good deal of the opinion was of the same thing. Also, the there's also a critic who I actually quite like uh, a lot, usually, um, this guy named Devin Faraci, who writes for Booth, Birth Movies Death. And he wrote an article about this, too. Um, but he writes a lot about a lot of things, so it didn't surprise me. But, yeah, it got a lot of traction. Hmm. Like, it almost was, like, one step away from getting, like, a... Time Magazine op-ed or something. Oh, we can only hope. And the general tenor of it was that you had people kind of the woodwork saying that his reasons were somehow sexist or mm. not feminist really, which is, uh, you know, it's. I almost it it seems so weird because he doesn't really come up in the movie. He doesn't really mention. Oh, I'm not going to go see this movie because as women. He mentions because I don't think it looks funny. You know, they didn't really have a thing like they did with The Force Awakens. And, um, well, also just people who uh, also had problems with him kind of dashing it off as if, well, you just saw the trailer. How are you going to judge it like that? Hmm. Patton Oswald, uh, also, he's one of my favorite people just out there in general. <laughs> I love Patton Oswald. He tweeted out, and I quote, I really wanted to hate the Cinemassacre Ghostbusters review, but I'm such a fan of noisy, thick saliva swallowing. It won my heart. Ooh. That's like a nerd burn. And then, like, there are also other tweets that he put out after that, too. Like, because he responded to a couple other people and it shows up. Somebody responded to him and said, Patton, come on, man. Coming from the guy who rightly bashed the Star Wars prequels. And he responded, I sure did. After I saw them. Hmm. And I get, in a way, I do. I mean, I do get his point, in the sense of you know, there's the old Harl, Harlan, Harlan Ellison had this quote where he said, "You are not entitled to your opinion. You are entitled to your informed opinion. And if you are not informed on the subject, your your opinion doesn't count." Okay.
0: Yeah, it's this is kind of a weird situation because I think what. Do you think it was blown out of proportion? Well, it's, we're, it does seem to be a little, okay. Yes, it does <laughs> seem blown out
1: of proportion. But I, uh, I, I, it, it's, it's a complicated thing, where, well, he made his own decision as a person. Okay, I'm just not going to go see this movie. Yes. At least as far as I can help it. I mean, I thought about this also, you know, thinking kind of beyond this in certain ways uh like james Rolfe, he has a young daughter he has has a very young he has a pretty young daughter right now Uh, he's married too i kind of thought about okay he's not going to go see this movie in the theater i have a suspicion he'll see this movie at some point if he has a young kid a young girl and this movie has an all-female cast And maybe part of the thinking from the studio is, all right, not only are we going to try to pitch Ghostbusters to a new generation, but now we're going to try to get female audiences more interested.
0: That is part of the situation. We now have a film, which is not only a major franchise, but it's actually going into new territory by replacing the the male leads, uh, by changing the characters from uh, an all male group to all women.
1: Yeah, and also, not, you... and not only that, also fl- basically flipping the sexes. So instead ah. of all male Ghostbusters, you have four female Ghostbusters, and you have instead of the female secretary, now we have Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, as they're... because because reasons. reasons.
0: <laughs> yeah, um... but it's and that's uh, that's an encouraging thing. I, I wish hmm. films would do that more often when we do remakes. That we would be able to say, "This is a character. What if we tried changing their sex?"
1: Here's the thing and about not
0: even addressing. Okay, that.
1: here's here's the thing about that. I have no problem with that, but what's what's the reasoning behind it? Why is it happening? It feels. I'm not gonna again. These are these are mostly funny actresses, except for one person in the trailer, which I'll talk about the trailer itself in a minute. But, you know, so I don't have a problem so much with the actors in and of themselves, but from the trailers that I've watched, and I've watched more than one trailer. Um, and by the way, as a small aside, it's, it's kind of funny that the day after James Rolfe put out his video, Sony put out their second trailer to Ghostbusters. Ha! <laughs> Almost done. Cue, uh, but um, clearly in the second trailer. Th- but there's no. But the trailers don't give me an indication. Why are they women? Just because? I think. Well, why, what it would does it, seem- why not a mixed cast? Why not some? Why not men and women? Well, that's a
0: legitimate question. But I think that it's just a really cool thing.
1: I mean, maybe there is. No is reason. there a story reason? But I for it because that's something that the tra- the trailer could even put in like a sentence and sort of explain something like that. But because it doesn't, I feel like that's, it's leaving open a lot of room for these people who are crying, like, you know, foul about it. But there are other things about the trailer to point out. Like the women thing is, you know, I, I, you know, what got, do you mean
0: what uh, be what uh, be more specific what are you what are you talking about
1: well, just the content of itself is it funny is no it... no and i've watched they both trailers. clearly
0: did not save all their best jokes for the
1: trailer no and you know you could say that well trailers might lie might trailers might not show everything but at least show me something yeah I, you know i i just me, watched...
0: give me a gag, give me a laugh. Earlier Give t- me one laugh in a comedy trailer.
1: I watched a trailer today. You can't be again. holding back all your we- all your like secret weapons. Yeah. So earlier today, I watched a trailer, and this wasn't my first time watching it for this movie that's coming out in August called Sausage Party. Right. And it's an animated. I've heard of this uh, one. It's a Pixar movie. It's a Pixar spoof uh, from Seth Rogen and all those guys and it's basically making fun of toy story type movies where where this time the food talks and they suddenly are you know bought at a supermarket taken home and then they are horrified when they realize oh my god we're going to be eaten yeah um i was laughing watching that trailer today and i had seen that already a few times yeah. so it's clear that you can have some funny things in a trailer to show off And if this is the best that you can show us to try to get us enticed for your movie, I'm sorry. You're not really getting the job done. No. Now, having said that, the second trailer, it did have some impressive visual effects. I'll give it that. But that's still not enough for me to shell out whatever amount of bucks to see it. Okay. Because I don't know if I'm going to see it. I'm not really convinced yet. All right. Uh, but again, I know it's not about me. It's about, we should get back to the controversy. It's so, not all about you, Jack. But you wanted to say something that you, uh, maybe is something that there, there might be a problem with what James Rolfe was talking about. All right. Well, here's, when I
0: first heard about this. Uh, I didn't have any sort of strong reaction. I basically figured James Rolfe was putting out his opinion and saying, this is what I intend to do. Uh, But the more I think about it, the more that I begin to see problems. Uh, The first one is James Rolfe. uh, He is, we can call him at this point a professional. Yeah. He earns his living. Uh, not just through his video game work, and not just through his well, filmmaking... He's a, well, he's a
1: filmmaker, yeah. He put but out an angry video game nerd movie. He,
0: he's a professional filmmaker, and part of his filmmaking repertoire is reviews for films. Mm-hmm. He is earning money from that, so that makes him a professional. And well, he, a
1: little bit. Depends how much money you can make from I, I assume he is earning a living. Yeah.
0: He, ha- he has a family. He's not just doing this and probably having another job. <laughs> okay. uh, so... R- reviewing movies is part of his uh, is part of his job. Yeah, and to say and to stand on a sort of opinion and say I'm not going to see this because I think it's going to be bad. Okay, is a bit of a problematic sit- uh, position to take from a prof- professional standpoint of view. If you're going to be a professional, you need to act like a professional. Well, you need to and you can't yeah. simply say I'm not going to see this movie. Now, uh, do I think that James Rolfe has an obligation to go see the new Ghostbusters? No. And I think that if he doesn't want to see Ghostbusters then yeah, he definitely shouldn't and he's laid out his reasons in the video. He doesn't feel uh, first of all the trailers are not looking good. He so also, it doesn't look like it's yeah. going to be a good movie. Well, he also and... has
1: a personal connection with the first film also. I mean, he, you know, he, you know, like a lot of people like myself, he considers it a classic and the fact that the 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 studio didn't try to do something in a way that might make a little bit more sense as far as passing along uh, the franchise maybe to someone else instead of just wiping the slate clean and doing a re- remake. Uh, we can call it a reboot. I mean, we'll see if there are any sequels from reboot this. Reboot and remake and are just basically it, just two sides of the same coin. Let's just call point. it a remake. Does remake have some kind of stigma where calling it a reboot is better? I, a reboot on. sounds like what happens to your computer. <laughs>
0: There are different connotations, but, you know, remake does have a negative connotation right now. I mean, mm. oh, uh, which which movie did you see? Uh, oh, Cape Fear. Oh, the original or the remake?
1: Well, Cape that's Fear not, that's not a... that. I don't know. If it, it's... All right. Uh, it's I saw the thing. Basis.
0: Did you see the original, the remake or the remake?
1: <laughs> well, in that case, you just call it the Hawks Carpenter or the remake that we shall not name. <laughs> But here's why I would respond to you with that. I think you make a valid point, but I guess with him, though, I mean, he doesn't review every movie that comes out. He's not a professional reviewer in the sense of I'm part of a a critic circle and I get to go to critic screenings. He pays to go see a movie that he wants to see or not. And generally speaking, he'll he'll see certain movies, but I don't know. I feel like maybe he goes to see it most maybe – Seven or eight movies, new movies in a year, hmm. and that's discounting the monster madness movies. well, those are um he'll see the big tent pole movies um yeah. mostly you know again you know he'll he'll see Creed or he'll see again Terminator or, or Batman v Superman now, I think in a way, you do make a valid point in the sense that Ghostbusters is a big movie. people want to hear what he has to say. The counter that I would say that is the sort of thought of. Many, uh, a, 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 criti- a critique that critics get a lot of times where they say, or and maybe not professional critics, but maybe just people online, well, if you knew it was going to be bad, why'd you go see it? Which, no, that that is a thing that's thrown out at people. I mean... I don't see that as a legitimate well, criticism, though. Well, he brings up, though, he brings up, for example, the Terminator movies. Not the Terminator, Transformers movies. Okay. People go see those movies, they make billions of dollars... Often and people may go see it just because well it's a new Transformers movie it might it's probably gonna be bad, but it's transformers right. Why is that an obligation? Hmm. that's a good question to think about
0: well uh the way I'd answer that is am I gonna go see also new- to
1: pay to see it like maybe if it's on t v or something you know that's something else am i going am I going to go see the new Godzilla film when it comes out
0: probably. Mm. because i really like godzilla i think and i don't have any indication to think that shin gojira is going to be good yeah but it's i but i want to see it because i really like godzilla and that's why i think transformer uh transformer fans are wanting to see the new transformers movies i they like transformers it's a movie about transformers ultimately that equals a form of happiness
1: but they've but but if it's by like but if you've already been burned by crappy transformers movies and you're going like to the fourth movie or something. You know, like what well, I guess the thought is if should you support or a movie, you know, cuz in a way your dollars are almost like a form of democracy, you could now,
0: say. and now let's get back to to Ghostbusters because we do live in a cinema world where we're talking about big tentpole movies. Mm-hmm. And Ghostbusters an established franchise, a recognizable name. Uh, they're remaking the original Ghostbusters, and ultimately, is it necessary? No, no, it certainly no. is not. God, no. And like, is it something that people have been asking for?
1: I don't think so. I haven't been not asked. Not really. Well, people were. The, here's the thing, though. James Rolfe, a lot. Of, well, a lot of people aren't paying attention to, and I don't know if you watch this. He followed up his. Uh, yeah. Video with a history of Ghostbusters three and how that didn't happen. Yeah, like and how that was had a long, tortured production history. And I don't think
0: anybody could seriously have expected Ghostbusters three to come out like until you know even five years after people were talking about it. Well, I, mean, it, 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 I after I, I watched that Ghostbusters three video and he the way he kept talking about it is like how anyone could believe that <laughs> Ghostbusters three was even. A script that someone had <laughs> touched. Boggles but apparently my mind. it exists. And apparently people just kept asking, it, asking about it, and Dan Aykroyd kept feeding them little breadcrumbs, and everybody else. And apparently Bill Murray was the only sane person who kept. who actually was just kind of trolling people for a while.
1: Yeah, he would show up at, at like events in full Ghostbusters garb. And I mean, but, it's, but, but that's it, Bill Murray but the me. whole
0: time it was stuck in development hell Yeah. after a while you just have to let it go it's like the Halo movie or the Bioshock film it's never going to see the light of day Yeah. Or, or that live action version of Akira
1: you know what I think is maybe a small part of it though is um, and again this might not be spoken to and I don't know if there's anything to this but James Earl points out this is like two years after Hal Ramis died do you think that maybe he was blocking any real progression on it? Because it seems a little odd that, like, two years after he dies, we're getting a new Ghostbusters I movie. don't
0: think he was purposefully blocking anything. I think his death basically shut a door into mm. other
1: options. Into another. And,
0: by, you know, when Harold Ramis died, the idea of making a Ghostbusters film with the original cast died. Yeah. And so it's like we got Ghostbusters. What else can we do? Yeah. We're going all right. I think our best bet is to remake the first yeah. one with an all new cast, which was probably the smart decision for their money. Yeah. But then again, ha, uh, let's get back to that other question. Uh, have we been looking for this film? It. We certainly <laughs> that... weren't looking for a Lone Ranger film when that came out in two in two thousand thirteen.
1: He, here's the thing too. I mean, a lot of these remakes and re uh, energized. Uh, Proton Pack movies. I Reboots. mean, again, a lot of it comes down to, and I can't stress this enough, a lot of it is down to a. Sorry, I'm tapping the table, but it's a case by case basis. Okay. I look at. I have to look at what the movie's offering, who is really behind it, what is being offered to me, and I'll and I'll make a decision on that. And I, you know, and again, I'm I I see a lot of movies, and I will you know, see something if I think it's really interesting. Um but I'll sometimes won't see things, you know, because hey, I'm not getting paid for it. Um now as far as James Rolfe getting paid for it, he might get a little bit of money on the video that he posts, but that's not a lot compared to all the other videos that he posts. He'll make more from his Monster Madness videos. Than he will from the one Ghostbusters review. No, well, I mean for, if we're talking about volume, then yeah, you're probably but, right. But I think that it's important that, um, you know, there's this old uh, episode of The Critic. I don't know if you ever watched that show. No. With Jay Before Sh- my time. Uh, well, check it out if you ever get a chance because it's one of the great animated cartoons of the '90s or just ever. And there, you know, like uh, Jay Sherman's this film critic and he loses his job and so he, you know, tries. And he's teaching. Uh, um, like uh, English as a second language or something. But one day he decides, okay, I'm going to make this like long speech, and the the and the whole tenor of the speech is, if the movie stinks, just don't go. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was quite a thing to say because we're we're also in a time where I mean, we bring up his Ghostbusters necessary. Was anybody asking for it? That's something that. Is a real problem right now in just media in general. Not just with movies, but TV. Did How you do. Did you see mean? the. Did you. Well, there are two new trailers that came out, actually three, in the past week are t- for new TV things. Television trailers? <laughs> yes, they put out trailers now for TV shows <sighs> Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. The Exorcist, and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. Wow. Now I don't know if *Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show* is going to be a TV show or if that's just going to be a one-off thing. But you know, and I saw the trailers for *Lethal Weapon* and *Exorcist* shows. They look like shit. Mm. They look like bottom scraping the barrel thing. And yet, saying that again, I come back to you have to do a case by case basis because you know, again, it's all about intent. They did a TV version of the show *Fargo* uh, about a year or two ago, and then it's now an ongoing series that was extremely well done because you had people behind it who really had some passion for it. Now, you know, with Ghostbusters director is this guy, Paul Fag, who, um, that's Fag, not fag. I'm not trying to piss off anybody else here. It's spelled F E I G. I don't know if I was saying. Okay. Okay. Um, he's done stuff, which I've, I've been a little mixed on. I mean, he did, he was part of a show called freaks and geeks, which I quite loved. Uh, then he directed Bridesmaids, which I was a little bit mixed about. Luke I know it, it has a big fan base. I just didn't really cotton to it very much. Um, he's made a couple other movies since then. I, I probably should check them out. But um, there's just nothing about it that's really screaming to me. And again, I go back to this idea that it's it feels like a... Again, the movie could prove me wrong. And even James Rolfe said that in the review, by the way. He said the movie could be good, but... The the air of it being slightly like a gimmick just keeps coming back to me. Like there was this movie in the late nineties that Albert Brooks did called The Muse, and there's this almost like throwaway joke because like Martin Scorsese makes a cameo in the movie and he comes to Albert Brooks and he, and he like Albert Brooks is a screenwriter and Martin Scorsese like pitches him a new version of Raging Bull. But he's like, but I really see a thin guy, really angry, thin and angry and he just repeats thin and angry for like a minute straight. <laughs> And then later in the movie, there's this throwaway line where somebody knocks at the door, and book's like, "Uh, it's probably Marty Scorsese again. He probably wants to do a version of Taxi Driver with all women. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a little bit what this feels like. And this is not the only movie, by the way, that this is happening to. They are redoing Ocean's Eleven with an all-female cast. Now that I'd pay to see. I that could intrigue me a little bit more only because you know it's one thing okay it's ocean's 11 but you know you could take that out of it it's still a heist movie i'll i'll check out a heist movie with women but sure. but again it's all about case by case basis cuz i mean yeah, you know, there were. I look. Yeah. I mean, we can't we can't close the door on all female
0: recasts you know, yeah. right now. not I, but, You know, it, I, I don't get a sense that you know having an all female cast for, for Ghostbusters really changes much.
1: Well, it's not even so much that. It's also about this idea of, well, you're not going to go see it because it has women, which is just stupid. Mm. I hate when that comes up on the internet. Uh, I mean, maybe who knows? Maybe there is a small pocket of really angry men who are like, God damn it. We're all men in this cast. Bill Murray's a man. No, but I mean, look, Fury Road and right. Force Awakens. I mean, what we want, what we want to say about, we've we said things about Force Awakens in the past, but you know, they tried and to we make, we'll say things about Force Awakens in the future. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they try to make really strong female characters and it's not some gimmick. It's part of the story. You're right. And you know and I and I went on my way to see those I was like okay that, th- those trailers... Also
0: because they had really good trailers. and they <laughs> Really were di- good trailers. <laughs> and also because Mad Max was done by the same di- by the same director, and because Force Awakens also had a really awesome trailer, and it was directed by J.J. Abrams. So. Yeah,
1: but on the other hand, I still haven't seen Terminator Genisys. That's the only way I'll call I it. I watched the Everything Wrong With review. I did watch that. that, though. And I, I realized, yeah, I didn't miss anything.
0: No, and that's... You the- know, for Transformers, I stopped watching Transformers at Terminator 2. Uh, no, I mean Terminator. Sorry, didn't, wrong. Didn't you see the third one? No. Uh, what I meant to say is, I, I oh stopped, Terminator. I stopped watching oh. Terminator films af, at
1: Terminator Two. See, that's Transformers. I I think that if yeah. if I'm going to compare anything with Ghostbusters, and it's kind of all right, why is this being made? Why should I go see it? I compare it more with the problem with the Terminator movies, where I've actually I've seen four Terminator movies now. And they've diminished in quality pretty much the fourth one I don't think was as the fourth and third one were almost on par. they were just mediocre and then when I heard about what they were doing with this fifth one, and I saw the trailer and I read reviews, that's a key thing too reviews maybe you know sometimes you should wait until what critics say about the full movie itself because they will you know they they see the movies that's their job. they will have good things to say um I just saw like I just realized. You know what? I I can't give my money to this.
0: Yeah. And I think ultimately that's the kind of statement James Rolfe was trying to make. Yeah, if he He yeah. wasn't trying he wasn't. I don't think he's going out of his way to state- piss anybody off. No. Uh in <laughs> that may seem odd in the age of the internet, but <laughs> I right, ultimately In a world where so many things are being remade and where it's hard to tell if something's going to just a cash grab or whether it's a a sincere effort to tell a story. He looked at Ghostbusters and said, this is a film, the original film is a film that I care about. And this film doesn't look like it's going to offer anything to me. And I am deciding... Uh, Sorry for putting words in your mouth, James Rolfe. uh, And I feel like he said, I'm deciding that I'm not going to see the movie and do a review. Now, at that point, he has a choice to make about, well, do I save myself some trouble and put out an announcement? Well, that's what I talked about earlier. Yeah, and then, uh, so, you know, he could do that. Ultimately, though, I don't know if... Maybe he should have done it this early? I don't know if if his explanation was the best way he could have done it because hmm. I, he, he did it in a very public way. He did it in a way that was very, uh, he framed the issues very much as a matter of personal opinion and not as this sort of argument, uh, based upon, you know, facts or, or this sort of, uh, his reasons for deciding not to do this were, were very personal and emotional. Mm. Which is great for him, but it only really applies to him.
1: So in other words, you're thinking that there are probably a lot of his fans who were hoping that he'd see Ghostbusters and review it, and he's letting them down? No, because fans aren't entitled to something like that. Yeah. I mean, Plus, they would be getting it free.
0: I mean, if he doesn't want to see it, he doesn't have an obligation to his fans to do that. They might expect him to do it, but ultimately, no. It's his choice. But if... He, but the reason why he's not doing it uh, doesn't seem t- to. Uh, it's hard for me to explain, but it's like. So to you me, know, word,
1: did he did he need to give better reasons? N- to me,
0: he did it in a, in a rather public way, which seemed, if he had simply. It's hard because he's backed himself into a corner. He's decided not to review a highly anticipated movie, and you can't simply say that without giving your reasons. And you can't just put in a tweet I'm not going to see Ghostbusters 2 and Yeah, I'm but not he going didn't do that. You're right. And so he ultimately has to provide reasons, and the most effective way maybe if for him was to do that in a video. And ultimately I don't think people are satisfied with his reasons. They seem too personal to a lot of people. They're not re- uh and they they seem to be more or less based on his you know emotional connection to the film, not not any sort of critical
1: analysis of the film. Well, it's hard for him to well, it's, well. And that's, what's do, the catch twenty two? I mean, is he only going to say I'm not going to see this based on the trailer, or am I going to use other reasons for it? Yeah, and, and that's that that, that that was his kind that was the thing is that. He couldn't, you know. He did base some of his decision on the trailer, but he also based it on just, yeah, his feelings about the movie. And it's tough because I, I don't know because I don't think I'm as hard on the video as you are. I think that, you know, again, I don't live and die by the words of James Rolfe. So no. if you put out your words and you say why you're doing it, that's you know, okay, whatever. Like in a weird way, I find it almost refreshing though, because I, I've, I'm now in this thing where I, you know, I. I watch a lot of internet videos by critics and stuff. You know, like Nostalgia Critic, yes. Angry Video Game Nerd, Red Lighter Media, Honest Trailers, uh, Double Toasted, uh, and Wages of Cinema, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I usually have this expectation. Okay, I can't. You know, I'm going to get a review for this movie today. I don't know. In that pecking order, though, I think James Rolfe is kind of on the bottom. Like his video would be kind of like the last thing I would watch. Yeah, he's not the first guy I go to either. No, so in a weird way, it's a little unexpected. Um, you know, I I think that a lot of it was more so anticipating the reaction from his fans. That's certainly possible. You know, because he's done a lot of videos about Ghostbusters. I mean, he even reviewed the Ghostbusters game. Yeah, which is a great video, by the way. You should all check that <laughs> out
0: because that you have a copy of Ghostbusters the game, don't you? Do I? No, I, I think I gave you one. I or, or I might was have, that a dream?
1: No, you might have given it to me. I might have sold it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, never mind. Anyway, no. Uh, but yeah, I here's the but. But the problem was more so the reaction. Again, I showed you that. I told you that tweet. But again, if you go on the if you look around, there are so many articles lambasting him for almost being sexist in the video. And I didn't really sense any sexism at all. Like there was again. I mentioned this guy Devin Faraci. He talked about. This, quote, soft sexism. That somehow in his video, he was trying to deny, like, younger people who, like, this will be their Ghostbusters. Sorry. <clears throat> and I don't think he was doing that. Again, he was just giving his personal reasons. That's why I feel like this whole thing is blown out of proportion. Uh, but it's... you but you feel more
0: conflicted about it. I, f- I do feel saying. more conflicted. I mean, ultimately... It is a no-win situation.
1: He, yeah, <laughs> the, the problem is, is, again, it's this problem of hype, too. We live in this age of just hype around all of these remakes and sequels, and people have different reactions to each one. And he literally picked, like, the one movie that he decided, I'm just not going to review this. But he also, yeah, he by announcing it in such a public way, though it does almost put like kind of like a target on his head
0: yes and
1: in a way i do admire his decision
0: because ultimately if you're tired of movies like this yeah. you have then We're and flooded if you want to them. and if you want to make a statement about being tired of these giant blockbusters that you can't get away from and if yeah. you're tired of people remaking your 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 favorite movie and if you feel like it's not going to be worth your effort then you sh- you could decide not to do that and that should be fine yeah uh it's just tied up in a whole bunch of other issues about you know fans and fan expectations and about uh and about uh sex politics now and the representation of women in yeah. films which is which is not good right now yeah I mean, it, no matter what strides Mad Max and Star Wars have made, it, it can always get it can still get better. Do you
1: think that a movie like Ghostbusters might be necessary in the sense of, okay, now little girls will have this thing that they can hold or something, that they can call their own. I mean they certainly can. Now I... that now whether that depends on if the movie's good. Well, yeah. You know, the, if the movie's not good, then little girls won't care. They'll go check out My Little Pony or something. Uh, which is awesome, still. <laughs> yes. Um, hey, again, uh, you I have to make... When, when's the My Little Pony movie coming out? It might be next year. We're reviewing that. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, so, again, it's a case-by-case basis, though. I keep coming back to that. But even certain Disney remakes, that's something which, again, you say, uh, but... You know, that that's something where you end up making choices depending on a lot of it also comes down to your own personal attachment to them. I mean, yeah. You know, last, last last podcast I talked about The Jungle Book. Yes. And I actually and it was a pretty good movie. Was it great? Was it as did I love as much as the original? No. But I looked at the trailer, I looked at who's behind it, Jon Favreau, I looked at what they were trying to do and I thought, "Okay, this could be something." Now, yeah. were there some ridiculous parts of that? Sure. I mean, Christopher Walken singing I want to be like you. Yeah. has been in my head now for the past month. <laughs> 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 oh, ooby-doo. I want to be like you. woo That's sorry, it's bad Christopher Walken imitation, but um and uh, it's ooh. it's you know, it is a t- I mean part of the reason I saw
0: Maleficent, which is not a, which is not, which a because of movie. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I really like Sleeping Beauty, and I and I. You really wanted to see what they would do with it. Yeah, I I I really liked that concept that Maleficent was the strongest character
1: in Sleeping Beauty. She deserved her own film.
0: Didn't work out the way I hoped, but I yeah.
1: saw it. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe in I don't know. I feel like in a way you, maybe part of your, um not not your, but like some certain people maybe are. Well, again, they're blowing the video proportion. Maybe they're lumping him in with a lot of people who are lambasting the movie based on the trailer. Now, going back to trailers for a second, we just we did a whole segment not too long ago about trailers. Yeah, we watched a whole bunch of them, and you know, trailers are their own form of. You know, delivery. They're they're not. They are their own medium. They're not cut together by the people involved with the that are
0: actually making the movies. Sometimes trailers even have music that is specifically composed for the trailer. Yes, I mean it's all about making that sale
1: at the at the at the at the movie theater right now. So yeah, but that's why, in a way, the Ghostbusters trailer or the trailers, I should say, plural are a little disheartening to people, not just James Rolfe, but a lot of people. I mean, this, I don't know if you've heard about how the, the first Ghostbusters trailer, I don't know about the second one that just came out, but the one that's been out now for a few months has more dislikes than any other trailer in like, movie trailer history
0: That seems to be happening a lot more now. I mean there was recently there was a new Call of Duty announced. Yeah. Uh going into the world of video games now. Uh yeah. there was a new Call of Duty announced that people seemed to be very unhappy with so there was kind of a campaign to dislike it as much as possible.
1: Did that have to was there like a large female presence it in had, the game?
0: No, it had nothing to do with
1: sexism. It just had to do with like uh
0: monotony and boredom.
1: Now if, you were to, I, yeah, now, if you were to ask me if there are sometimes, if there's unintentional sexism in things like politics, you know, or something like, for example, if somebody won't vote for Hillary Clinton and they don't articulate it, but maybe somewhere in the back of their lizard brain, they're like, I can't vote for a woman, you know, <laughs> there, there are people like that, but, but I don't know, like, it just seems so crazy that. Of all things, a Ghostbusters trailer gets a lot of people in an uproar. And yet, there is reason because of how beloved it is and how it kind of encapsulates many years of unnecessary remakes. You know, like just off the top of my head, you know, Point Break had a remake. Texas Chainsaw Massacre had another remake. And a and a prequel to the remake. No, but it got remade again. Oh god. You do you know about that? No. They did Texas Chainsaw 3D a few years ago. <sighs> <laughs> and I made an active decision also to stay home with that. And I you know, and I quite like the Texas Chainsaw series. You know, does it did any of the sequels live up to the first one? No. But I quite enjoy the second Evil one. Evil Dead remake. Yes. And uh well, we talked about the thing got remade a third time. Right. Uh uh Old Boy right. got remade. Um I think that they I don't know if it's going The Christian is going to get a live action remake r- yeah. version. Yeah. They also um I don't know if it's gonna go through, but there's a lot of talk about <laughs> another Scarface with Leonardo DiCaprio. And Again, these aren't movies that... Scarface, know, which was a remake. Which ha- which was a remake, but the people who were behind that remake, they had some... They had kind of an artistic purpose to it. They want Now, again, was it completely successful? No. But they had some kind of vision behind it that they wanted to really separate something that was made 50 years before. And... And, it, and it's tough because, again, everything is different. I mean, you could even talk about Dracula movies. You know, that's been <laughs> remade so many goddamn times. Yeah, I don't know. think
0: you can even be like, oh, it's a remake of Dracula.
1: <laughs> well, I
0: don't know. Well, it, or it's, it's more like it's a movie that has Dracula in it.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, Horror of Dracula is a remake of Dracula, and then Bram Stoker's Dracula is a remake of Dracula. And uh, then, I don't know if you could do that, if it's all based on a book. It's just like different okay.
0: versions, uh, movie versions of the book. <laughs> well. Dracula Untold.
1: <laughs> well, that's not... That, God, that's brilliant really a Dracula Dracula movie.
0: 2000. <laughs> Dracula Goes Hawaiian. <laughs> ja- Dracula in Space. Space
1: Dracula. What was the I'm one? I'm sure that... Dracula 3000, I think it was. That is a real movie. Yeah. By the way. But the point is, is that... I think that it's beyond anything, you know, yeah. If you want to talk about the woman gimmick of ghostbusters, again, whether or not it's fully funny or not, you know, the, the one thing that really probably irks me the most when I watch the two ghostbusters trailer, and I'm sure she's probably talented. Like she's from Saturday night live as our Kristen wig and, uh, kit. Oh, I'm forgetting the other girl's name, not Melissa McCarthy, but there's a but the black girl, uh, Leslie Jones, uh-huh. Man, it's just like the anti funny.
0: Yeah, all those a jokes. Loud,
1: obnoxious, you know, prat falling, yelling. That's not what Ghostbusters was. Ernie Hudson had a little bit more subtlety to him. Some dignity. Yeah. I mean, he you know, he it was, he almost worked in a way because he was the guy who came in and you know it's he, like he was an outsider who wasn't any of these crazy scientists.
0: No. He he was just like a normal guy. It's like, hey,
1: I look- I hear you're looking for Ghostbusters. Like, yeah, come in. Yeah. Um, And in this, it's like, instead of doing something a little bit more clever, it seems like a little bit closer to lowest common denominator type thing. But again, trailer. Trailer.
0: And now, uh... ultimately, we have to deal with this idea that he it feels like uh, James Rolf is judging the film before it comes out. And oh, I don't do I think how much do th- I think that's a problem? I think ultimately uh, it's one that he tried to avoid by saying I don't intend to see it.
1: But it's but it's this much bigger thing of well, also uh, it's, well, it's also going back to the Harold Nelson quote. You know, do you you know if you're not informed about the subject, your opinion doesn't count. Is he can we if he isn't informed, should we not listen to him? or we even care you know again he's just putting this video out there the fact that it's getting blown so much maybe it's maybe it was a slow news day <laughs> maybe i'm putting this podcast out there reacting to this and i'm almost part of the problem I, he's making a
0: judgment call about the film it's just he's trying uh, we have to think it i think the way to think about it is it's it, maybe it he seems did like too, he's, maybe he
1: did too early it
0: I think maybe the best way he could have dealt with this. I I I would have been better s- if
1: it had been like a week before. I I will
0: I will second guess James Rolfe, and uh, I'm sorry that I have to do this, but I do think there are two ways he could have done this better. Okay. Now the first obvious one would be to bite the bullet and see the film. Right. Ultimately, uh, now as we can see, it would have saved him a lot of trouble. Yes. Uh, but the second one might have been. To simply ignore it altogether. Mm.
1: Yeah, that, that was to something not I thought, say, too. Don't not say anything. Don't, don't see it. Ignore, don't say you're not going to see it. But ignore everybody who would message him about it? Yes. Okay. Uh, that, that, that is valid. I thought about that a Or lot.
0: even if, say, that uh,
1: there will be no review. Now uh, Ultimately, that does lead to some problems of, like, why. You know what uh, he, you know he should have done? He should have put like an entire internet mind trick, you don't need to see the review of Ghostbusters. they would be like, we don't need to see the review of Ghostbusters. Oh,
0: oh, it got taken down because of copyright (laughs) (laughs) reasons. Oh, that would have been brilliant. No,
1: it never would have worked, but still, you know what he, you know what he should do in a desperate time? I would have tried that. You know what he needs to do a year from now? Do a review with uh, Doug Walker. Yeah. Because it's funny, they actually did a. They teamed up to review the uh, new Ninja Turtles movie. The new one. Well, well, there are a couple of ones. I mean, well, the, the one that came out a couple one. years ago, which is getting a sequel. That's something else that I actually decided I. I just was not going to see. It's a franchise.
0: I mean, but uh, and would that been have been effective? I mean,
1: his silence might have been a little bit strange. And you know, yeah, uh, considering that you know he has been a vocal fan of it and has done videos about the video games which he did play and many and times. The, and
0: the whole problem is I think what we can boil this down to is the fact that James Rolfe is a public personality, mm. He's not just a private citizen who can make his own decisions about films and then not expect people to react to them. Well, you and I I have a bit of freedom where we we host this podcast and we love you all for listening. However, if we say to each other, I'm not going to see this film, you're not going to see this film. We're
1: not going to get like a load of hate mail.
0: Right. And that's the perspective we're coming from. We're free to choose whatever movies we want to see, which... uh, and that kind of disappears when you become
1: famous. Yes, but I guess there's also the question of, you know, how are you famous? It. <laughs> Do you remember the line from Joan the Holograms? Wow, you're internet famous. That's the second best thing to being actually famous. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's internet famous. He's not at the level of somebody like. Uh, George Uh, Clooney? Well, not even that. I mean, like, (laughs) Uh, imagine if Roger Ebert was still alive. And, you know, you would expect a Ghostbusters review. If he came out and said, I refuse to review this movie, then you would probably have much better reason to be pissed at him. Especially, you know, for one thing, he's paid by a newspaper to review, and, regularly. That, is, and that is his job. To he, he is a.
0: It's was not, a movie reviewer. You would expect him to review a movie. It's not only necessarily
1: in, James Rolfe's job to review Ghostbusters,
0: but he does engage in that. And ultimately, I think we have to realize that James Rolfe is free to choose whatever he wants. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's a grown ass man. He's like, you know.
0: <laughs> he doesn't see every movie that comes out, yeah he refu- he reviews a select few, and when it comes to him choosing the movies he wants to see, ultimately you have to respect his decision. yeah, do I think he did it for sexist reasons? No, no, God, no. now, do I think that uh there are some problems with his decision, yes, but mainly these sort of technical sort of playing politics sort of maybe was he where a little
1: too nerdy. I don't. Is that don't a weird way so. to put it? Like the fact that he boiled it down to like we should have had a Ghostbusters closer to something like Star Trek or Star Wars where you have like an old Peter Venkman passing the torch to a new generation. Oh, you
0: mean repeating the same old ideas? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that always works. <laughs> Uh, I mean, well, it's funny, though, because, I mean, that was something I did like in new Star Trek and Star Wars movies, the fact that they did have, you know, the some of the original cast there, because it did make a little bit of a connective tissue.
0: Yeah. even but though, ultimately, you don't have you to do know. that. Mm. You can go a completely different direction.
1: You can make, like, just a... Well, I think... Well, he also points out, too, and I don't know if anybody else out there knows this, because they don't appear in the trailers... Th- Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, and maybe any Potts, are going to make cameos in the movie. No, Ernie Hudson. But not... Maybe Ernie Hudson. I, I, yeah, hopefully. Um, But not as their characters in the previous Ghostbusters movie. Just as cameos as, like, other characters. Yeah, think of it like a different universe. Or like the remake of Cape Fear. There, see? Uh, So, I don't know if we've... I guess we've kind of exhausted this topic, but any final thoughts? Everybody...
0: Think about yourselves. Relax for a minute. Yeah. Be cool for a moment. You don't have to stop being angry. All I'm just saying is take a moment. Yeah. Now think about yourself and decide whether you're going to see Ghostbusters.
1: If you are going to get angry about this man describing his personal reasons for not reviewing a movie and he's not an official movie reviewer for a living... Or at least exactly, the lines are a little fuzzy. You need to reevaluate your life. I mean, you could be angry.
0: But, no, you could be angry. You
1: could be angry. Are you angry enough to write a long op-ed that may or may not be clickbait? (laughs) Because that's what some of these are, frankly. Maybe. Um, But I... It it did get me thinking a lot. Not just about James Rolfe himself, but also about a lot of these issues regarding these properties. You know, it's almost more like movies or like little pieces on a Monopoly board than they are like Mm. pieces of art. That's an interesting metaphor. The fact that Ghostbusters... The original Ghostbusters was... You know, it was pitched. It was presented to a studio. Here's this cool idea for a movie. And we get these... Oh, excuse me. My mic was a little bit off there. You get these people who, you know, from Saturday Night Live and you know we love these guys so much we we'll see them do anything the fact that they're hunting ghosts is you know whatever yeah. but you know it the fact that it's all about the name itself whether or not it's good is a is a problem that extends far beyond just this one video yeah and if you disagree with us or agree with us, uh, send us an email to wages of wait cinema. a minute. Uh, let me, let me do this. If, if you, uh, <laughs> yeah, please go if ahead. you, uh,
0: if you disagree with us or have any sort of, uh, interesting views on this, please send us an email at cinema wages dot 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 com at optimum.edu. That's that- our email address where you can send all of our ghostbusters criticisms.
1: Yeah, Sure. Um and you can also find us on Facebook at Wages of Cinema Podcast and uh Twitter. Uh look at at Wages of Cinema, you'll find us there. And uh and we post also sometimes some pictures uh on Instagram. Uh I posted a couple of stills uh actually while I was watching uh, Russian Ark. Um Steven stills. Yeah. You teach your children well, man. A hundred of them. <laughs> Alright. So uh and I think we had a pretty good discussion. Uh, next time, we'll come back with uh, more movies. Uh, we got lots of summer movies coming out, and so we may go see one of them and talk about them. Which and one will it be? You'll have to uh. tune in next time and hear what we'll have to say about it. And uh, until then, I'm Jack. I'm Andrew. And remember, the Wages of Cinema is... <sighs> good night.